Hey folks, it's Jeremy. I'm going to go ahead and start this off by telling you all that I had just this banging intro at the very beginning and I was feeling it and I was in the flow and um, I looked down and I was like, what the heck's going on? And I realized I wasn't recording. So I talked for like five minutes and I had, you know, just this killer monologue. I mean, put me in the actor's studio, folks. Like I, I was just crushing it and I wasn't even recording like an idiot. Anyway, good to be here. Hope everyone's doing good. It's Jeremy. Uh, we got a little fun Patreon episode going today, and it is with none other than Jake Wolf. Jake is one of my favorite people on the internet. I mean, he really made a name for himself early on as a, a writer at Four Pins and Complex, and then worked at GQ for a very long time. And is you know he's a person who he takes what he does very serious in a good way. Like he cares about the ethics of journalism. He cares about fact-checking. He cares about, like, reporting and also finding a way to communicate, like, history and, you know, mixed in with his opinion. He's a great writer, and he recently came on to TikTok. And I don't know how much you, you chat with me or whether it's on the Slack or whatever, but TikTok has been something that I have just been... It's been such a head-scratcher. I think early on, a lot of people really wanted to... To uh, they wanted to dismiss it. They thought it was crap. I mean, there's even early Blamo episodes where people are talking about TikTok as like this new thing that's just stupid and no one likes it and it's gonna you know bomb. But it, it is TikTok's incredible. But there's not a ton of I mean, very little if any menswear people on there, like hashtag menswear or people that are really doing great fashion content for it. And Jake came on just a few months ago and is just blown up on tiktok i'm serious he's, he's one of my favorite accounts to follow and he's done things of just like you know how to get whatever this person's wearing on a, on a movie like why people obsess over this person's style and it, he he's really taken the publishing world of what like magazines like gq and all of these magazines that we all know and love have tried to do on social media and he did it basically overnight i mean it's it's incredible and such a pleasure to watch him just blow this thing up overnight. So um, Jay came on, we chatted about his TikTok stuff. We chatted about social media. We chatted about like the creator economy where it's like, how do you do this when essentially the other people that were getting this information were paying for magazine subscriptions or were paying for subscriptions? So it's like, w what does that look like in this day and age? We talk about watches. We talk about all sorts of stuff. But uh, I'll just go ahead and shut up and let you all dive into Jake's episode. Huge thanks to Wolf for coming and chatting and uh, stay tuned. How many TikToks have you made today? None so far. Wait, uh, none? Not today. No, yeah, I haven't made any today so far. Um, I, well, I guess I, it's early over there. Yeah, it's like eleven, and um, I've you know I'm, I'm constantly you know analyzing the data, and it seems like for whatever reason right now the ones that do better I'm doing it in the afternoon and evening anyway. So I don't like before I was doing a thing where I was like after everything was said and done for the day I was like at 11 or 12 at night was recording them so that I could publish them at eight in the morning or nine in the morning the next day. But I've sort of like given up on that and I'm just recording them like right before I publish them on the day now. So is there, not, is there so any, okay. Is there any, like, are you making this on a computer or is it everything is on the phone? Everything's on the phone. Everything's in the TikTok app for the most part. Like there's external editing software, like CapCut is like a popular one and stuff like that. But the interface is pretty much the exact same on, on CapCut. There might be a couple advantages, but just nothing that I really need. Um, the only downside of editing in the TikTok app is that like, if I want to share the video elsewhere, 
TikTok automatically adds like a dumb watermark to it where like your your little TikTok name like sort of oh, flashes yeah. across the screen, which is annoying because yeah. um, I don't want that. I just want it to be look clean and there are ways to do it, but I just am too lazy to like figure out how to use another app because, you know, it took a, a long enough to like get into a flow where I like just sort of without thinking about it now know where all the buttons are that I'm about all the settings that I'm about to hit, like just mindlessly can click on them when I'm recording videos just so I can like do it as fast as possible. Yeah. 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 It's it's been a like roller coaster watching you blow up on TikTok. Especially because like there's I know there's like Albert Muse Musequiz. I always mispronounce his last name. I'm yeah terribly yeah. sorry. Um and maybe there's a couple other dudes on tiktok but i would say the majority of i'm air quoting like menswear and fashion stuff on tiktok it's usually like here's what i got at a thrift store and it's like i got an orange shirt and a blue shirt and it's pretty cool you know and like they're they're all they're all trash and it's been (laughs) incredible watching your tiktok like like i mean it's 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 better than any brand or publication or outlet that's doing anything in that space right now and it's just you well, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like there are a couple people, like you said, um, Albert, who is like I've actually through the TikTok stuff have become friends with because uh, he lives out here in L.A. as well. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that there's a little there's a lot of what you describe, but then there's also sort of just like a guy who is just wearing outfits and the outfits are like, you know, the, they could might as well be like an H&M mannequin, right? And like that's sort of the aesthetic, and yeah, but there isn't like that extra. But even in that case, there isn't like the extra layer. I think is what you're referring to of like, you know, um, here's why these things exist or why they're good, and that's why someone like Albert I think has done really well because he obviously you know has a great deep understanding of a lot of the things he's talking about, and why something like you know mine has sort of come along and I think been something that's a little bit different because yeah, it's not just like. I'm a good looking guy who wears clothes and thus you should want to wear clothes like me. Like there's just, it's, it's actually, it's more about the actual content than it is about me. Um, and I right. think that that's just a little bit different. So here's, here's some like serious questions. You were already verified on Instagram and you yeah. already had a decent following on Instagram. What made you like basically start from nothing on TikTok versus just start doing reels and all these things on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I think that I had started my own Substack a few months ago and just realized at a certain point just there was like diminishing returns in terms of the amount of people who I could bother on Instagram and you know like if you post <laughs> if you post something to your stories like it just goes to the people who follow you. Like there's no discovery. Like you don't see people's stories who you don't follow. And so I was oh, like, well, yeah, how do I yeah. how do I reach people beyond the people who already follow me? Because clearly I've already told the people who follow me 800 times that I have the Substack, And if they're not subscribed yet, they're not going to subscribe. Um, so I just okay. was just like looking for new eyeballs. And then so um, I knew that like the big thing on TikTok was like the For You page, which is sort of like just the app recommending you stuff. So I was like, oh, well, this is like a new platform. It's a new place to get new eyeballs. And so I just started doing it over there. and. Um, and yeah, like that's where, I mean, you know, all the eyeballs over there are pretty much new. There's like a few people who have seen me before and knew who I was, but for the mm-hmm. most part, it's 99% people who 
have just discovered me on TikTok. Um, so it's just like, yeah, it was just a better way to get to get the content that I was creating in front of in front of new people. And yeah, yeah. like I think one of the things that like at least I've noticed on TikTok because I've gone on there for a bit, but like next thing you know, it's like I was on the toilet for an hour. You know, like it's just like I don't like know legs how. going numb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like I, you know, I've tried to kind of find a way to like use it at arm's length in a way but like all the tiktok stuff i see it's there's also like a bit of humor in it or it's it's like you're vi- you know in a weird way like reading a magazine article like it feels like like tiktok more or less is like two different categories where yeah. there's like the stuff that you're doing where there's like a tiny bit of humor in it too and it's like enough you're like hot or it's like I just read a GQ article in 90 seconds on this, you know, on your TikTok. More or yeah, less. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, there's like, you know, I, I, I tell people all the time. It's like, you know, I like I sort of alluded to before. It's like I have to get by on the actual content because, you know, God bless them. There are a lot of other people on TikTok who sort of just get by. And and again, this is not like a dig at all. It's just like, but there's their brand is they get their content is there because they're hot, you know. Like that's just th- their whole thing. Wait, is what like, do you mean? Like they just well, I'm just saying. Like if you're, it's just the way of the world. If you're an attractive person, you know, like who oh, also looks okay. good in clothes, yeah, like, like hot, that's, like attractive, like yeah, like they're attractive. So it's like that's that's their brand. Is like is like they could post anything in the world. They just have to stand there and wear clothes and it's like well you're hot so double tap like it i want to follow you because you're hot <laughs> and that is like a really that's a tried and true method of the internet like and no again god bless them but for me is like you know you know i'm not like being self-deprecating i'm just saying like that's just not my brand so it's like i yeah i'm like i'm trying to inform or or you know do essentially the stuff that i've always done at gq which is like some level of service journalism you know it's like it's like you're here because you, I, you like the service that I'm providing to you. Um, and and yeah, it's like supposed to be sort of like, you know, rather than, you know, reading uh, reading an article about all the stuff that I'm talking about. It's like, yeah, you can just digest it in like 60 seconds or, you know, or or less sometimes. Um, yeah. And there, and there are positives and negatives to that. But that's just that's sort of like the, the angle right now. Yeah, because I don't know anyone else on TikTok that's doing what you're doing, but also has your background in the sense that like you have been in marketing, you know, for a long time. And then obviously you were at GQ for a long time. So it's like you, you know how to write Um, again, like air quoting, like, like how to explain those things in a way that is almost like summary driven. And it's like the other people that are doing that, it's there's a lot of filler, which is it's fine, but it's like you, you there's not much room for filler if you're making something that is 30 seconds or 60 or 90 seconds, you know, but it's like because all your videos and I'll say this just to gas you up really quick. It's super fucking smart because you start off by establishing your credibility. You're like, hey, I'm Jake Wolf. I've been writing for ABC and D and I've been in the industry for this long. So everyone's like, oh, OK, this isn't some ding dong who like shopped his dad's closet, you know, like like you're like, OK, I have, you know. Uh, you know, blah, 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 I'm Jake Wolf. I also have this other thing. And then here's how to find A, B, C, and D. And you just go like, boom, boom, boom. And it's like, there are brands and other people I know who have been like using 
the the format that you've created on TikTok as a way to grow and launch their own brand because like you all your videos you establish who you are you establish right, yeah. your background your authority and then you know the explanation of it is is really well done and entertaining. Oh yeah, well well thanks. Yeah, I think that honestly the the format itself came out of like again necessity because you know, I think I think the other thing about, you know, people who are actually like wearing clothes in their video and that's sort of like it's more of like a look at my style and here's how to emulate it, like that just also is just not viable economically. Like <laughs> if you have to if I had to post a video a day in a new outfit, like that's ridiculous. And I think that that's also just super wasteful and and you know, sort of and not to say that I'm not advocating for hyper consumerism which i am because every day it's just like buy 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 this but um just for personal like content creation wise it's like no like i'll just use this green screen feature i don't have to actually be anywhere i don't have to actually buy anything i can just stand right. literally in my bedroom with a ring light and and inform people about what i want to uh talk about so yeah a lot of the, a lot of that came out of um necessity but as far as like the establishing thing yeah that just sort of came on came out you know I think early on in when I was creating videos there were comments that would come in and and you know everyone reads comments and um that were like well who the fuck are you you know and it really? was like yeah it was like well who who, the, who are you to say <sighs> x y and z and not to say that like and, and not to say that like you know everything I do is informed by what like the feedback and comments is because I again I've always I've always thought that like people who comment angry things on random people's accounts are like like that's just insane behavior period like it could be yeah, it yeah, could yeah. be a, a brand it could be a person it's like if you don't know this person and you're gonna say something like nasty with, with vitriol it's like that's just unhinged behavior um, <laughs> but having said that like I do I was like oh like maybe it is a good idea because I'd seen other people do it um, where they sort of explain who they are and, and, and their background. And, and it, it helped. Like, I think it, it, and, and I've sort of tapered off doing it because I think a lot of, you know, as a, you know, I've got like 130,000 followers now. So as it's gotten bigger, it's like less necessary to, to establish that every time. And I'll pepper it in every now and then when I feel like it's, it's needed. Um, But yeah, I, I think that for, and it's, maybe that's just good advice for anyone starting a TikTok is sort of like if you have that background is like just own it up front because there are so many videos that people consume and it's hard to know like who's full of shit and who's actually knows what they're talking about. So, I mean, if there were any topic, like if someone was talking about space and they said, today we're going to talk about the new uh, photos of outer space. By the way, you know, I am a former NASA scientist. I'd be like, OK, now I'm going to listen to you. Right. Whereas if they were just right. like, but, but like I literally saw a video last night of a guy talking about like the air temperature in space. And then, but it's like, I don't know who this guy is. And then I saw in the comments, people being like, like source, trust me, bro. Like, like just roasting the person for not establishing who they are. But it's like, what if this person was a NASA scientist? I don't know. Um, and so I didn't follow them because I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know who this guy is. Um, so yeah, I just think it's, it's like a nice, helpful thing. Um, even if it does, the downside of it is that it takes up precious time because I'm trying to make everything as short as possible. And that, like the, that establishing takes up like five seconds, which is like, you know, uh, 10% of a video. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause you come from a journalism background. So when you, when you were writing 
obviously stuff at GQ or whatever, like yeah. there would be edits, I assume, right? So are, are yeah. you are you like rehearsing a script or is a lot of this stuff like off the dome? Um, a lot of it's off the dome because I think I'm just too lazy to like I, I you know well I I still you know write articles for for GQ and I have my own Substack where I write and I'm like man I just don't want to like <laughs> I don't want to write anything down when that's like not necessary. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and, and I think that working at GQ so long and also doing these like shopping galleries has made it so that I can come up with stuff pretty quickly about what to say. Um, the, do- the other, the downside of it, of doing it off the dome is that I mess up a lot. Like when I'm like, if, if there were an external, like I, I even made a video parodying myself about this, about like what it's like to actually record these videos. But mm-hmm. if there were like an external camera filming me, filming these videos, I would look straight up insane. Like it'll literally, be, it'll literally be like me standing in front of the thing, and then be like, "Here's how I get James Dean's looking. Here's how I get James Dean's looking with, fuck. Here, here's how I get you know, it's just like doing that. Like it'll take, it'll take for like that one four second clip. It'll take me sometimes like five or six tries for every single clip um, along the way, and just like recording it until it sounds halfway decent. And then sometimes I'll even get the words right, but like I was like, to, my tone wasn't right or whatever, and I'll just like you know, go back and listen back to it and be like, ah, I have to re-record it or whatever. Or maybe I said, said something the wrong way. Um, so the actual, but I will say the actual recording part of it is probably the shortest period that probably takes, you know, 20 to 30 minutes to actually record the, the videos. It's all, most of the time is definitely spent in like the, the researching and screen capping. Um, like my phone is oh. a disaster right now of just re- of just screenshots of just like, even if it's not something that I know I'm going to do for a video, if it's just like, oh, that could be a video, I'll just like screenshot it. And then, because that's, you know, when you do the green screen, it's just, you just pull up your camera roll essentially and then pick the photo. So everything I'm doing is just phone screenshots. Right. And that's where Damn. most of the time is spent for these videos is, is, you know, compiling. That's the thing is like what photos are necessary for the 60 second clip to illustrate the point that I'm illustrating or to, you know, um, and, and, you know, like there's an example, like sometimes it's easier than others. Like sometimes it'll be a, a movie, you know, or or whatever celebrity that there's a million photos of. Um, but then sometimes mm-hmm. a little more like, um, what's the word? Uh, abstract, where like I'm doing, I did a video about like how to buy pants as a bigger guy. And that's sort of like a difficult Google search, you know, to like pull in sort of thematic photos of what that means um and then that part that those photos take the longest because it's like you're googling around like you know tapered fit pants on bigger guy like you know what i mean it's like it's like really hard <laughs> it's really hard to to find those photos so that's that's definitely where um a lot of the research will come or if it's something that's like needs to be exact perfect and i don't want to be at the mercy of the internet by getting something wrong if it is for example like a watch that a movie character wore it's like that's where the research is coming is like cross-checking three different times to make sure that that's actually true or like getting lost in like an argument on style form or whatever it is um <laughs> which is yeah which is which is dark but that's what we do. you said cross-checking do you do you feel like that's not really the norm though because like, i think like like that's some of my fears of tiktok stuff which you know like we were just talking about earlier with the dude talking about you know the temperature of space but yeah. not having any credibility like yeah the amount of I'm like fake news per se, like especially with watches, because like I I've looked at a few different watch talk stuff, whatever, and it's like people talking about watches, and it's like the the Tudor the Tudor Ranger was just 
was just uh like re-released right. from Tudor. And there was a guy who was like, he has his own like TikTok and he's like, yeah, he's like, well, the you know, they re-released it. And like every single thing he said was like incorrect. And he was like, yeah, and this was wrong and this was wrong. And all these people are like, that's so great. Like I'm looking for one right now. And, and I'm just like, holy shit. And I looked at his account and he's got like three, 400,000 people that follow him. And I started looking at his other stuff and all that stuff was wrong too. And it's like, how is there a way, I mean, because obviously you have journalism ethics because it's also your career. Like, how is there a way to like use these things and also know that like, you know, the ring ding I'm following of like that, because I follow that guy and he was like trying to talk about like, oh, the Omega Moon Swatch, they made a custom, you know, caliber of this, this and this. And it's like actually upon like further review from it's, he was, it was totally wrong. I just don't even know where this guy's getting his shit. Yeah. What I was just looking at the Tudor Ranger recently. What was that in a movie? Is that like famous from a movie? The Tudor Ranger? Um, no. I mean, well, it might have been. So I mean, don't quote me on that. I'm I'm sure it's been in stuff, but the Tudor Ranger it it is kind of like it's like a military watch, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like the Explorer of 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 Rolex. You know, like which is basically a, a time only watch. I mean, the Tudor Ranger actually did. Uh, had there was a manual wound movement of it. There's been a few iterations of it. There's actually a Tudor Ranger with a date at one point. Um, you know, there's never been you know an Explorer with a date other than the Explorer Two, etc. But like, um, that that watch, I think especially with watches, right? Because this this is probably a little bit more unique to this, or like celebrity stuff, like where some of the things that you've talked about, like with Rolex or Tudor, there is no like, oh, let me just grab that book that has all of their official stuff. You know, it's so strange. Like Piguet, have I mean, it's the mystery of the brand yeah. in a way. It, 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 it. I mean, that's just like their marketing one on one that they do. Like, I think people got pissed off because that also the Tudor Ranger they they tied the announcement to it to a expedition that existed before the watch existed. So they were like, we're celebrating the seventieth, you know, blah, blah blah anniversary of like the yeah. Greenland expedition. Yeah, that's it's like what, that what, watch. What a no no for the watch community. But like, you know, at least Rolex and Tudor can get a pass because they're who they are. Like, I will love Tudor. Like, Tudor's kind of like Radiohead. Like, even bad stuff, I still like. Yeah, like, yeah I'm just yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's great. That's cool that they did it. Yeah. So I think to answer to answer your question about like <laughs> yeah, how to how to vet sort of things. I mean, yeah. I mean, can you flag stuff on on TikTok that's like fake news? Can, um, like you mean like officially flag it within the app? Yeah, I guess. Like, or is there a way to, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm assuming that. Uh, well, so you're saying on this particular guy's Tudor Ranger video, there wasn't anyone checking him, even in his own comments. No, and 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 my thing is because I'm also not really like an established person on TikTok. I didn't want to start like being the guy who's like, hey, actually, you're wrong, yeah. <laughs> but like the the Tudor Ranger was 34 millimeter when it started it wasn't 36 you yeah. know and it's funny because I know where he got that from he pulled it from Bryn Walner who runs Dime Piece but even Bryn corrected her stuff later when I think uh, one of the folks from Eric Wynn's podcast I think he runs uh, Riskatement you know which again it's like all, all, most watch knowledge is crowdsourced um, totally and it's yeah. just like yeah yeah that's why for me it's been such a like i that's the watch stuff is the place that i get the most scared to talk about on tiktok because 
it's something that I don't have a deep background knowledge of the way I do like sneakers. And while, you know, while sneakers are also, I don't even think, I don't even think anything's quite at the level of watches in terms, because watches are just inherently more complex items than sneakers. And there's, and they're smaller. So there's more minutia, like the colors of arms can be different or like, you know, this one has a date. This one doesn't, this one says oyster on it. This one doesn't say oyster on it. It's like, there's so many small details that it's like, I always am worried about being called out for messing something like that up or just like the, um, but in terms of, in terms of finding the, um, like what's, what's legit or not. Yeah. I mean, I think watches is really hard because you, you do the only way that seems to do it is like you would have to cross-reference it with other things. And just for me as a, as a creator, that's just like important for me to do, especially when it's something that I'm not as comfortable with like watches. Um, so I did a video, you know, on like the uh, like here are five uh, affordable watches that are in movies, and yeah, you know, it's like that. That was like okay. So I found, you know, one one website. There's actually like a a great website that I just want to plug. I think it's called WatchID.com, um, and they actually have been super super helpful. Um, but then it's like okay, so here. Like, like, did you reach out to them directly? No, 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 no. I'm just saying it's like they're. I've just like credited them in my videos because. They oh. they are just a, a website that literally would just be like, here's the movie and here's the watch. It's like literally just fed to me on a platter, which is which is, you know, it's a shout out to watchid.com. I think they have like a similar one that's like sunglassid.com. Um Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So, which yeah. is which is amazing. Uh, um, but then it's like, you know, so they say it's this watch, and then I just want to like do another Google to see like whatever it is, Predator, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh watch. Um just to make sure. And, and so I think it's, right. it's really on the creator because it, and it's, and it's, and it's on the viewer. I mean, like there has to be some sort of sense of impetus on the viewer to sort of not, you know, take everything that they hear on TikTok literally, or, or assume that just because someone has a lot of followers means that they're correct about everything. There's certainly a correlation, but it's not like doesn't one doesn't equal one plus one doesn't equal two in that case. Yeah. Cause obviously there's people on Twitter like, you know, not to get political, but like the fucking president of the United States at one point was on Twitter just spewing things that weren't exactly true. So it's like, it's not a unique problem. I think it's just like, it's for me, it's been really interesting to see it on a micro level in a way on TikTok. And this just because it's like all these people that are on there that. Want to hear the rest? Listen to the full episode in tons more exclusive episodes on Patreon. You can visit patreon.com forward slash blammo. You also get access to our members-only Slack community where we chat about clothes, watches, coffee machines. I mean, you name it. It's all there. So visit patreon.com forward slash blammo, and we'll see you there.